and I'm back. That's right. I'm back. My last episode was April 16th, and during that episode, I said that I was sick of doing the podcast, that I needed to take a break. Friends of mine, uh, G.W. Foley and Heather Parody, listened to that episode and reached out, telling me that I should take a break and that they supported me in taking a break, that they could hear it in my voice. Two people who don't even know each other telling me the exact same thing sends a message to me. So I took a break. And once I started taking a break, like that, um, I think it was the Friday, like the episode came out on a Friday morning, but that Friday felt great. Because I felt like I had a burden lifted off my shoulders. It's a pain in the butt having to do five episodes a week or not even having to do like just doing five episodes a week coming up with content for five episodes a week is hard it's difficult it takes a lot of time it's time consuming but it felt great not having to do the podcast and I didn't miss it because When I started the break, just before I started the break, I felt like I was doing it for other people and not for myself. If you're going to do something, you need to do it because you want to do it. I'm not saying you don't do things because other people want you to do things. You can do things. That can be a reason. Doing it for others. Doing it because others want you to do it can be a reason, but it shouldn't be the main reason. The main reason should be because you want to do it. And lately, I did not want to do it. Did not want to do it at all. A few days ago, uh, Heather reached out to me and asked me how my break was going. And I said, (laughs) it felt great. I don't want the break to end and then she asked when was the break supposed to end and I said May 10th and I had no intention of starting up a podcast starting the podcast of recording a podcast for May 10th but here I am recording a podcast and it's out on Monday May 10th what happened I don't know. Um, I was actually listening to Heather's, one of Heather's podcasts, because she's got two podcasts now. Um, Unconventional Leaders, which you can find anywhere you listen to podcasts. And she was talking about, uh, it was a Fidget Friday episode that she does, and it had to do with like purpose and stuff. And it just sort of sparked something in me, and I'm like, I think I want to do my podcast this week. I think I do. You know, and so, like I said, here we are. And I'm just going to talk about a lot of things that are on my mind in this episode. And just, uh, just 
just talk about a lot of things that are on my mind. And um, I think the format won't necessarily be different, but for right now, I'm only going to put out an episode on Mondays and Wednesdays. The Monday episodes will be me talking about what's pissing me off. And then the Wednesday episodes will be what's pissing you off Wednesday, of course, where I react to whatever's pissing you off, to who's ever, who's ever, whoever has um, given me stuff to get mad about, given me stuff that's pissing them off, and I will react to it in one way or another. And I, yeah, that's what I want to do right now. That's what I want to do. I want to do two episodes a week. One for me, one for you. One for me to get my opinions out, and one for you to hear me react to what's going on in your life. Most of the time I'll support you, but I can't make any promises. I definitely can't make any promises. Um, I actually <laughs> wrote a script for this beginning part, but I've totally jumped off the script. I think you write the script so you don't think you don't say words like uh like and all that stupid stupid shit. But yeah. Um there we go saying so um two episodes a week. I may add more episodes a week, but they won't be all the same thing. I don't want it to be all the same thing. I'm thinking I might do an episode on Fridays where I interview people, but I don't want to interview people right now. Over a year ago, I thought about starting to interview people, but then the pandemic happened and I didn't really want to interview people because if I'm going to interview people, I'd prefer it to be in person. Or maybe it could be over Zoom and I could just... I could just... figure out how to do podcast interviews over Zoom. It's probably what I would... Or StreamYard. I heard StreamYard is the website to use. What's well, a good website to use, software to use, to interview people on podcasts? I'm thinking it's StreamYard. Let me know what it is. Even though I don't really want to rely on what other people think, because while I do value what other people think, I need to value what I think more than what other people think. But anyway, that's the intro for today, for today. That's how I wanted to start off this podcast, you know, talking about how I'm back. And um, it's only going to be two episodes a week because why not? So let's get into what's, for lack of a better phrase, pissing me off today. Or not necessarily pissing me off, but what's on my mind so I can feel better after recording this podcast. I I think I want the uh, I think I want the Republican Party to implode. I'm really enjoying the Republican Party imploding. I like this. I I like that there's a divide between the people with common sense and the Republican Party and the people who believe in stupid bullshit conspiracy theories. And it seems like the people who believe in stupid bullshit conspiracy theories are winning over the people who have common sense. 
I also feel like this there might be a similar sort of civil war brewing in the Democratic Party too, between the people who have common sense and then the progressives who are really conservatives in Democrats' clothing because they only don't give a damn about anybody else's opinions, just their own. And if you disagree with them, they want to cancel you. At least that's my opinion, and I can give my opinion because this is my podcast and I can talk about whatever I want. Like, this week, Liz Cheney is going to lose her 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 position in the House of Representatives because she won't support the big lie that Trump got cheated out of the election, that Trump won the election. She won't support that. She refuses to support that. And good for her. But she's in the minority, apparently, in the Republican Party because most of the people are sticking with the, oh, Trump got cheated out of the election. Such stupid bullshit. But I'm enjoying watching this. I'm enjoying this. The Republican Party needs to burn to the ground. The Democratic Party may eventually burn to the ground in that battle between um, progressives and regular Democrats. The middle of the road, I think, is something the centrists are people of both parties who just have similar beliefs but they just identify as you know either democrat or republican but they both probably just believe the same thing and they don't necessarily believe in the ultra conservative ways of or the not even ultra conservative ways of the republican party the wackadoodle conspiracy theories of the republican party to the conservative ways of the democratic party that are actually, they say that they're progressive, but they don't sound any very progressive when they don't really seem to care about what other people think. And if you disagree with them, they want you canceled. So yeah, I, I want I want the Republican Party to implode, and I'm enjoying watching the Republican Party apparently implode, or they may just become in a extreme wackadoodle conservative conspiracy theory party. So... That's going to be fun to watch, but also awful for the world. But you know what? It's going to be fun to watch nonetheless. It's going to be fun to watch nonetheless. I want that to happen. I can't wait for that to happen. Um, let's see. I, uh, <laughs> I was going to Starbucks on uh, Friday. In, in Hanover, New Hampshire, where I usually go to get my Starbucks on the way to work, because I go into work now. More on that later. And uh, I, I pulled into the front of Starbucks in one of the slanted spaces, and I go in, get my coffee. I get out, and I'm using the rear view assist camera, and then suddenly I hear a crunch on the left side, and I hear the guy outside of his red truck screaming at me, mad, pissed off, cursing vehemently. And I'm like, oops. So I get out and give him, I texted him my progressive insurance ID card from the progressive app, which I didn't know was a thing that you could do. And like looking at the, the damage of my car and the damage of his car, and there really wasn't much damage. It looks like there was, like, scrapes, but there was no dents on either car. Like, the crunching sound I heard 
compared to what I actually saw didn't match up. <laughs> the crunching sound scared me a lot more than the than what I saw on the cars. I really just later in the day I just looked at my car again when I was leaving work and I just had to like snap some tiles and stuff into place and it it looks fine now. It just looks dirtier, which is probably scratches, but I don't give a shit. It's a Subaru. Subarus should have scratches. But it was my fault. I should have looked out better, and it was my fault. I caused the fender bender. Um, the car seems to be running fine, though, and his car didn't really have any dents or anything, just some scratches, and he told me that it could probably just be buffed out. Buffed out probably means hundreds of dollars anyway, but hey, you know what? It is what it is. It happens. And I was really nervous right after it happened. Mostly because he was so angry. And he was deservedly so angry. So, yeah. But it, it's still in my head. And it's still on my mind. And I just... I'm going to get my... I'm going to... It's been almost a year since I last got an oil change from my car. That's how little I've driven it. That's how much miles I haven't gotten on it that, you know, I think I'm actually going to go get an oil change this week. I think it, this fender bender was a sign that I need to go get my oil changed in the car. So I might go do that this next weekend to just, and also be like, hey, um, can you make sure I snapped everything into place properly so nothing falls off while I'm driving? Because I've had that happen before on other Subarus. Because I, um, one time I was driving one of my Subarus up a hill and it was windy and I had to snap the panels back into place where I had the car place snapped them into place, but they flew off anyway. Like, I think it was like the, the uh, the front, something, something like flew off. <laughs> and I didn't know it flew off until like a few days later and I had to go back to the Subaru place a month after they snapped it into place and say, hey, um, it didn't work. I need a new... And I ended up paying 60 bucks to get that replaced. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, it was my fault with the Fender Burger. It freaked me out. Still kind of freaked me out, but just trying. Remember to breathe. Remember mindfulness, meditation, all that stuff. So there. And I mentioned that I was driving into work because I drive into work now because I started my new job this week. And um, it was interesting to me to have to remember what the dress code was because it's a new department. It's a different department than I worked in previously um, that I transferred to. So I was working remotely and didn't have to like give a shit about the dress code. But now I do. But it's not that bad. It's the same dress code that I've used before. That I thought it was a little bit more um, enforced. Or not really enforced, but I thought there was more to it where I am now compared to being off-site in other buildings. So, but it's it's not that bad. I'm wearing what I usually used to wear when I was working on, when, when I went into work. So, um, I just didn't want to wear a tie because I don't know how to wear a tie. That's my thing. I just don't want to wear a tie. Not much of a tie wearer because I don't know how to tie a tie. 
maybe someday I'll get paid enough to where I need to, like, wear a tie, but right now there's no ties that I need to fucking worry about, so I'm not going to worry about wearing a tie. But the first week's been good. Um, I don't have to go anywhere because I work at a hospital and there's food, you know, there's a cafeteria downstairs and there's a cafe around the corner from me and there's a cafe on the other side of the building and there's multiple food options. It's like a shopping mall. The hospital is like a shopping mall, which is nice. But I've liked my first week so far. I still have a lot of stuff to learn about my new position, which I won't go into because it's nobody's fucking business but my own. You can ask me and I'll tell you later. But um, it, I talked to my manager, who I've only talked to. I've never actually met her because she's been out with an injury. And um, I'm supposed to actually see her this week, which is interesting. But she had told me that it takes about 6 to 12 months to learn the job here. So I'm like, okay, great. That I'm fine with that. That makes me feel better knowing that they expect that it will take about a year to learn anything, everything, since there's two things that I have to learn. So a year sounds about right. A year sounds about right. Let's talk about professional wrestling right now. Let's talk about WWE and AEW. Um, Kenny Omega is the AEW champion. He's the Impact Wrestling champion. He's the AAA champion. He has multiple belts. He's collecting belts. That's what they're doing. I'm not a big fan of Kenny Omega. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of Kenny Omega. Um, I just... He's good in the ring. He has... He's good wrestling. But when it comes to mic skills... He absolutely sucks at promos. Like, I hear him talk, and I'm like, oh, just get to the fucking point. Or I listen to him talk on the mic, and I'm like, make me care. That's been my thing with Kenny Omega since I started watching AEW over a year and a half ago. I'm like, okay, I've heard a lot about this guy. What I've seen so far doesn't really match up to what I've heard. The talk doesn't match what I'm actually seeing. Sure, he has great matches, but, like, there's more to being a wrestler, a professional wrestler, than having great matches. You need to be able to talk on the mic, too, and I feel like they've given him the belt, the AEW belt, and a few other belts just to make him, to put him over more. Because I don't know if he's over with, um, with wrestling fans who aren't indie wrestling fans. Like, I'm not a fan of the indies. I've never been in... I don't consider myself an indie wrestling fan. An independence wrestling fan. You know, I've watched WWE most of my life. I used to watch NWA and WCW. But then that went away, so I only watched WWE. And sometimes I tried to watch TNA, but it, a lot of it was unwatchable to me. But, like, watching Kenny Omega now, I'm just like... <laughs> Tell me why I should give a shit. Tell me why I should. I mean, I just. <sighs> I'm not that impressed with what I've seen so far regarding Kenny Omega. And one thing that I think he sucks at more than anything is his promos. That's probably why he has Don Callis with him, because he sucks at promos. That's probably why. Since I shit on AEW just now, let's 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 shit on WWE for lack of a better word. Um, 
Raw is the worst wrestling show of the week. SmackDown is is good. Like, Raw sucks, but SmackDown is a good show. Why? Why are they so different? Why are they so varying? Why is there such a gap between Raw and SmackDown? Why is that? Why, why do we have to sit through three hours of shit on Raw? And then two hours of goodness on SmackDown. I won't say great for SmackDown. Because a lot of times there's stuff that just pisses me off. Not in the way that they want to piss me off. But just... Like Raw and SmackDown, they have the same writers for both shows. And... It's just crappy. I'm, I'm not a fan. It, it, it just... Raw is painful to watch. It's painful to watch. I just, I don't understand. Why, why, why are both shows so different? Why is one good and one bad? Is it the extra third hour? Maybe. Is it the talent on Raw compared to the talent on SmackDown? I mean, they have, I don't know if that's the case. I think they could have a great Raw if they just... Stopped doing corny shit like singing. Just stop doing, like, have what they need to do. And I, I think SmackDown does a good job of having, like, different matches each week. But Raw seems to have the same matches every week. We're, like, watching a three-hour rerun of the same matches that we watched the week before. And they have the same results most of the time. If you're going to have the same matches every week, have different results. But no, they don't do that. Like most recently, they had the Viking Raiders versus the Hurt Business. Two weeks in a row, the Viking Raiders won both times. Why? And I, I, a lot is talked about the WWE regarding how they have scripted promos. Scripted promos are fine. As long as the scripted promo doesn't sound like a scripted promo. Don't don't make the scripted promo sound like a scripted promo. Don't make it sound like you're reading off a script. Sound like you're saying the words yourself. Sound like the words are coming from your heart. Instead of from the piece of paper or the cue card or the teleprompter that's in front of you. I don't know how they read their fucking lines. Have it come from your own brain and your own heart. Or at least make it sound like it came from your own brain and your own heart. WWE. <sighs> Fucking annoying. So the NBA is doing a play-in tournament this year for seeds 7 through 10 in the top two winners get into the playoffs from each conference and I didn't really know what to think of this but I will tell you this if it means that the Lakers don't make the playoffs then I am completely in favor in favor of the NBA play-in tournament if it means that the Lakers don't make the playoffs that would be hilarious and people would be mad which would make it even more hilarious because I like it when people are mad like when the Republican Party is mad at each other between the, the crazies and the not-so-crazies. 
stick to sports. I think I have one more topic to talk about regarding sports. I might be done in a minute or two, but <sighs> I'm a golfer. I love to play golf. Um, I I enjoy playing golf. And one of the new rules that they installed like a year or two ago, two years ago, I think it was, is the flag sticks can stay in the holes now. It used to be where you would take the flag stick out of the hole, you know, and then put it back in once you're done with the hole. But now you can, you can, you know, you can leave the flag stick in, which is good, which is nice, which is good, which I think actually speeds up things. Because having to take the flag out, the flag stick out and put it somewhere and then remember to put it back in, that, that takes time. And I think it slows things down doing it that way. But I love the keeping the flag stick in the hole. I like that. I do like that. I have people who still want to take the flag stick out and those people can just go fuck themselves, quite frankly. But I think they, because they keep making up rules in golf to make things easier for the casual player. And I think they need to install a rule of if the ball hits the pin, that counts. That counts as an in putt. That counts as a made putt. That counts as a made shot. So, if, like, if if you're putting and you hit the stick, it's in. I'm not saying if you're um, off the green and and it hits the pin, that still doesn't count. But if you're on the green and you putt and it hits the stick, then that counts as a made putt. That should be a new rule. That should be a new golf rule. Completely agree with that. That that should be a new golf rule. Anyway, what else did I want to talk about? Um, I've talked about almost everything. I think there's two more things that I want to get off my chest and will call this a podcast. I've been... Since 2012, I've been very conscious of uh, weight loss and eating and being healthier. Like I, I, I walk, I run, um, I try to watch how much I eat. You know, I used to count calories, but I stopped counting calories because I think I have a pretty good handle on how much I should eat. You know, and I have gained about 20 pounds since. COVID started and I'm trying to lose it, but I'm not going to be counting calories to do it. I'm just not trying to, I'm um, just trying to not eat. I'm just trying to watch what I eat. You know, I'm just trying to eat, not eat so much, basically is what I'm saying. And one thing I had been doing was like, I'll have dinner and then I'll have like a snack a few hours after dinner because I'm hungry. But... I don't, I stopped doing that and I have started losing weight because of it. And I was reminded of something that I heard like a number of years ago on the Mike and Mike radio show, the now defunct Mike and Mike show on ESPN radio. And they were talking to um, Hall of Fame professional golfer Gary Player, who's like 90 something now. And he said something that really has really struck a chord in me because when it comes to like eating, you know, having a big dinner or whatever. And he said something to the effect of, why would you want to fill up your gas in your car when you're going to be parking it for the night? Why do I... 
So basically what that's saying is it's okay to go to bed hungry. Why do you want to fill up your stomach? Why do you want to fill up your gas tank when you're just going to stay there and sleep? If anything, you might wake up in the middle of the night because of indigestion or some shit. No. It's perfectly... You should go to bed hungry. And then you get up in the morning, and what do you do? You'll eat something. Because you're hungry. So it's actually good that you go to bed hungry. That's actually good. Because you don't want to go to bed on a full stomach. You can, like, I'll, I'll drink, like, a Coke Zero Sugar or a water or something before I go to bed, but... Or, like, a few hours before I go to bed, but... I've really been trying not to eat after dinner because dinner should be your last meal of the day. I don't know what will happen when I start um, going out at night to do open mics again, but we'll figure that out when that comes. But just remember that. Just don't worry about feeling hungry before you're, go to, before you're about to go to bed because you're going to bed. It's okay to be hungry when you're going to bed. Because you'll wake up and you'll eat. And you'll re-energize yourself. Don't worry about filling your gas tank or your stomach before you go to bed. Because it makes no fucking sense if you think about it. The last thing I want to talk about today is uh, something I've been noticing. Uh, I walk around a lot. Um, every day I try to get in over 10,000 steps a day. And I've done that a lot better now that I've started my job, which is in a huge hospital. So I just walk around there all the time. I mean, not all the time, but you know what I mean. When I have to, like when I have breaks and stuff. But late, sometimes when I get home from work, I will go and I'll walk around Hanover. And I've been walking around Hanover, New Hampshire since the pandemic started. just Because there's a lot more sidewalks in Hanover, New Hampshire compared to Norwich, Vermont. And something I've noticed recently is I've noticed a lot of little shitty looking, I think they're Volkswagen cars and guys in these little cars who like go driving around. You can hear them like revving their engines at the intersections or they're just speeding up and their engines sound so loud as they're driving around. And I, I, I just have to say, nobody cares about you revving your engine. Especially in Hanover, New Hampshire. Hoity-toity Hanover, New Hampshire. Snobby Hanover, New Hampshire. Nobody cares. Who the fuck are you trying to impress with your revving the engine of your shitty little car? Because that's what it is. Like, You hear these loud engines and then you see the car and you're like, that's it? It's like the small penis energy thing. You know, it's like the small penis envy thing. Of people, of these people, these these wackadoodles who who drive small little shitty cars that apparently have big engines in them, and they just rev them up, and they want to impress people, but nobody is actually impressed. Nobody gives a shit about it except you. But you keep doing whatever the fuck makes you happy. Just know that whoever hears this engine revving. Doesn't really give a shit that your car sounds like that. 
And that's the bottom line. If you smell what the McTaggart Attack podcast is cooking.